Hey there, welcome back to the podcast. Thank you for listening. Um, I'm going to say a phrase, and, and, and if you know me, you'll surely be in shock. Or if you listen to this podcast with regularity, you'll be in shock, although lesser. I don't really have much to say this morning. <laughs> oh, can you believe it? And I have a lot to talk about. I have a lot of things to share. I've got uh, two different teachings that I've been working on that are, are not complete and a whole, bunch, a whole bunch of trains of thought. But like this morning, like even in my prayer time, I just felt, I just felt quiet. You know, like I just feel kind of quiet. And so I was just driving out and I saw just a, a, an activity in the natural that just, I just wanted to turn this on and, and share, I believe, a few very brief, topically light exhortations for you. As most of you know who would listen to this, um, we live out in the country. We're pretty far removed and any time we drive out, um, we pass a lot of pastures and just open farmland. It's beautiful. I, I still just, I just love it. We often, with great regularity, see deer. And this morning, it caught my attention as I was just a mile or two from my house. And uh, there's this large open pasture and I saw movement that caught my eye. Um, I love wildlife. I love deer hunting. I enjoy nature. My wife and I have been accused of being a little too strange about when we see hawks and things. <laughs> oh man, look, there's a hawk. <laughs> I don't know, it's just what we do. And this morning, just moments ago, there were four does running around this pasture. Wild and crazy. Ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, just running. And one would turn and, and run in a circle, like a large circle, jump a fence, come right back, jump the fence again, run zigzag. Chaos. All four of them just running around bonkers. And I know I'm a I'm a I'm a sober guy. I'm a I'm a serious thinker. I know it. But I just saw those animals running around like that and I was literally laughing out loud and I was even talking. I, I was dialoguing what the deer were saying. <laughs> hey, where are we going? I don't know. Where are you going? I don't know. Just run. Go go left. Okay. I'm going to go right. Where are we going now? I don't know. Just run around. <laughs> and I was just cracking myself up. And because of just the way I think, I just thought, you know what, Lord? This is humanity. This is just humanity. Everybody's, for the most part, is just kind of running around. Where are we going? I don't know. Where are you going? Well, I don't know. Just run. 
And see, here's, here's another analogy. May this be clear. Present second moment. I just passed a deer that had been hit and is dead in the road. Like just this second as I'm talking about this. Friends, this is what the Lord is saying. Humanity is in chaos. Not some Christian post-apocalyptic tribulation rapturitis book now. I mean just they don't know where they're going. They don't know what they're doing. Now everyone's busy. Everyone's occupied. Most of the church, friends, is occupied. They're running around. They're busy. They've busied themselves. Some with ministries. Other things we could name. One, two, three, four, five. But let's just make it personal. What in our lives are we, are we doing when we're just running about in a field like those deer with no clue about where we're going? No direction. No pursuit or trajectory already set before us. And in some measure, whether great or large, is there anything in us where we're just doing that and we're calling it waiting on the Lord? I'm just waiting on the Lord. Running here, running there, jumping over this, ducking under that. Busy, 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 waiting on the Lord. Air quotes. But friends, are we giving ourselves to sit down, quiet ourselves, and seek the counsel of the Most High? for direction, for plans. In our hearts, we plan our course, and then the Lord determines our steps. But the Lord determines our steps. Friends, even our course must be, to the best of our present moment ability, yielded to the Spirit of God in us. Kingdom direction. Kingdom trajectory with our children. With the way we operate our household underneath the preeminent lordship and headship of Yeshua the Christ. Our role within His greater body at large. His demonstration on the earth. You know, it's, it's all, absolutely all related. We need boundaries. We need parameters. Listen, friends, we have to have boundaries. I talked to my son yesterday, I believe it was, just about, and a brother last night, we landed there a little bit, it was just about the law of God. And man, oh gosh, is there stuff brewing in me on this. The commandments of God, His ordinances, His statutes. Friends, law is not a burden when you understand that that law is what keeps you alive. And even greater, as a child of God, you understand that the law brings you into the Messiah and is 
is the goodness and kindness of the Father. So when we try to when we try to obliterate law and parameters, we're in fact kicking against the things that have been put in place for our own good. They're in place for our own good, for our own protection, for our own provision. I mean, let's just look at that through the natural now, and we'll continue to stay in the, in the visual of those deer running around that field with absolutely no idea what they're doing, out of their mind, and feeding off of one another. Again, where are you going? I don't know. Where are you going? Just keep running. Just run around. <laughs> Excuse me. I feel like that's what a lot of humanity does in this age. I don't know, man. Just run. But see, God, let me go. Well, let me go with this imagery first. I started to just go to 10 seconds ago. Why do men build houses? Why do we build dwellings? Why did God create humanity to be in dwellings? We're not nomadic people in the sense of. We're not just all living out in the woods under some trees. Well, why? God made us to be people dependent upon a dwelling. We're vulnerable, even in the natural. Our physical bodies need certain conditions to live, to survive. Remove those conditions. What happens when people get lost hiking mountains? Well, they die. Why? They're not prepared to endure the conditions. You put a man in the most expensive, ski, cold, Arctic clothing, and you put him out in some conditions that are below zero, and you lose your supply of food and water, I don't care what you're wearing. You will not live. Now, you will for a little while. But the body will begin to give way to the conditions. Friend, listen to what I'm saying. This is what the Spirit's saying in this hour, friend. I can feel it in my physical body. Friend, listen. You are vulnerable to the conditions that you place yourself within as a spiritual man. Do not buy the deception that you can just go anywhere, do anything, and because Jesus is, quote, in your heart, you're fine. You're fine. I don't need direction. I don't need provision. I don't need covering. I don't need safety. I have Jesus. Whatever. Impenetrable. That is not true, friend. Now, let's be careful. I'm not throwing away all of the scriptures about the enemy in your vicinity, but he will not come near you, and and all the spiritual principles of spiritual warfare, and all the armory we put on in the spirit. Now, I'm not lowering that in any sense. I'm talking about are we walking as mature sons in light of these spiritual truths? Are we alert? Are we aware? Are we watchmen? Are we aware of the circumstances we're placing our our children in and under? 
what we're giving them to. Movies, entertainment, games, imagination. Friends, are we aware and alert or do we just say, well, we're in Jesus, it's fine. I know God, it's okay. Friends, I'm telling you, there is a season that is coming and I would say is now here. It is present. Of We had better be alert and aware. I think we're, we are fully stepping into like our leg is going over the threshold of even the elect can be led astray. I'm telling you, I can sense that. Hear the warning of the Lord. I'm reminded of, as I think again of those deer, of the scriptures that say, and, and, and it ends with, and he will make your path straight. He will make your path straight. When, when we are completely acknowledging we're dependent, we're lacking, we are weak, we are natural bodies of flesh. We are the temple of God. I am his tabernacle. He does indwell me. I say that all the time. I'm the ark that carries the holy presence of God. Yes. But again, I say this all the time too. Why did Jesus say, brother, don't call me good? Don't call me good. Yeshua left the highest heaven to be birthed as a, as a mere fleshly baby man. Son of God, son of man. He knew his lowly state and condition as mere man, albeit still God. And here we are, the same predicament. But we've never known what Yeshua left. And so for us, hey, I'm a God man. Yes and amen. But don't call me good. Don't call me good. Because Yeshua was perfect, flawless. Lorded over his flesh. Lorded over his carnality. His temporalness in that body of flesh that he housed. that housed his, his divinity. And he said, in perfect sinlessness, don't call me good, friend. Only the Father is good. Well, why? He knew his limitations in that season of all of the timeline of eternity that he became man. It would do us good to remember that. That that is our present condition now. Even as God, man, even as the Emmanuel reality that I say all the time we are, I'm in Him. I'm hidden with Him in God. I know my heavenly position. I know I'm seated now in heavenly places. I feel like I get that. But I feel like I also understand the other side that I'm still housed in this body of flesh that is prone to running around that field like an idiot. With, with no direction. Where are we going? I just don't, I don't know. I'm just running. I'm just going to run. It's time for us to sit down. It's time for us to be sober. It's time for us, friends, to harness our emotions, our plans, our trajectory. And submit every single way 
the way we parent, the things we give our children, the things we place them within, the things we allow in their life that's just foolishness and ridiculous recklessness. And bring it under subjection with parameters, guidelines, boundaries. It's time to do that in our marriages. Wash our wives with the water of the word. Be sanctified. Be holy. And by the way, friends, that looks like something. It's not just an inner reality. It must look like something, friend. Are you up before the Son and before your family to intercede for them and to seek the heart of the Father for them? Oh, well, brother, I got a busy work day. I've got, I don't care. I don't care. What's more important, friend? Is your Bible open with them every day, teaching them the Word of God? Are you saying, you know what? We're not going to play Legos tonight, son. We're going to talk about Matthew chapter 5. You know what? The TV, got to go. It's wasting our time. It's gobbling up time to prepare to prepare ourselves and to prepare the way for the coming Messiah. It's running around. It's it's fruitlessness. It's chaos. Friends, just let's just do this, right? I'm almost to my destination. I only have a few mere moments this morning. Let's just start categorizing things in our minds. Kingdom or chaos? Kingdom or chaos? What is it in our lives, like literally in our lives, like the outflow of everything that we do, is it pushing us towards the trajectory of the kingdom? Or is it chaos, patterns of the world, entertainment, fun, recklessness? Our verse this morning in our whiteboard teaching um, was in Matthew 18. Whoever humbles himself like the child that Jesus referenced in verse 4. This is verse 5, but in verse 4, he talks about the turned about converted child. The repentant child. Repentance, of course, we know scripturally is literally turning and going in a whole other direction. Whoever humbles himself now, not whoever is humbled, but whoever deliberately initiates humbling himself, like the converted turned about child, he is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. Do we understand this principle? The one who turns away from the ways of the world, the ways of the flesh man, the chaos that every single thing presents to us as appealing, and if we're natural men, we will want it. And we will gravitate towards it if we are thinking as natural men. But the spiritual man will see the natural things as foolishness. Just like we saw kingdom things when we were natural men. But friends, when we are born again, regenerated, born of the water and born of the spirit, everything that we once craved and longed for that did in fact bring us satisfaction according to our natural man, becomes vile. 
If you've not listened to that message about the repelling, I can't remember the name of it. It's like five, six messages ago. It's before the Christmas, the Confronting Christmas series. I talked about, well, it's the Flattering Lips message. Go listen to that series, please. The Flattering Lips or Contrite Heart messages. Well, what is that about? It's about the ones who understand their entire condition has changed. Their entire makeup of what they desire has changed. Why? Just like we were repelled by God in ourselves, in as sinful men, in rebellion, we were repelled by the Savior until we were brought to a place by God Himself to see Him as He is and not allow the chief cornerstone to be a stumbling block rock of offense. He becomes our rescuer. He becomes our deliverer. He becomes Messiah. <laughs> And when that takes place, what used to repel me, holiness, righteousness, now is my identity, and now it drives away sin, shame, rebellion. Now those things are repelled. I'm in God. I'm in the kingdom. And I've been given direction. I've been given a path to walk. I've been given parameters. I've been given the laws of God. For what? For my good. Or else we all are just like those deer. We're running around the field. We're looking at one another running around and we're just continually perpetuating this problem of chaos. So friends, in conclusion, kingdom or chaos? We have two options primarily. I, th- I, th- I think we can say we can boil it down. Kingdom or chaos. The kingdom, my friend, is ordered. The kingdom is set. The kingdom is established clear by Yahweh himself for men to walk in and under and establish in our household, in our households and the government of God reality upon this natural earth right now. Or chaos. It's the way of the world. What are your children doing? I don't know. Where are they? I don't know. What are they watching? I don't know. What are they playing? I don't know. What are they imagining? I don't know. Brothers, that's chaos. That's not the kingdom. Where's your marriage right now? Well, I don't know. I I don't really ask my wife. I don't know. Well, what's the Lord saying about your 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 place as a husband uh humbly submitting yourself to the authority and lordship of the Christ so that you can be your proper place in your home and love your wife and give yourself for her the way Christ gave himself for the church. What What's the Lord saying to you about that, brother? I don't know. Okay, well, what's what's the Spirit saying in this hour to you, friend? Like, just you. What's your calling? What's your purpose? When you leave your house today, what are you looking for? What are you initiating on the earth? To execute the government of God in the kingdoms of men. I don't know. Friends, chaos. Chaos. It's time to bring an end to the chaos and be mature men. Mature men. Harness these things. Submit them to the Lordship preeminent Christ, Yeshua the Messiah, 
wants to be seated preeminent upon ourselves, upon our marriages, upon our families, upon our homes, upon our gatherings, upon the nations of the earth. But it will not happen by accident. Otherwise, we're running around getting nothing done. Friends, please sit down. Assess your ways today. Assess your ways now. Assess them hard. Search me, Lord. Know me. Try me. See if there's any wicked way in me. Lord, help me. That's got to be our daily prayer. I believe he's doing something in the earth through those who are willing to do this. I think, that that's, I think this is what the Lord's saying. Kingdom or chaos. It's going to be one or the other. I want the kingdom. Not for me now. For the glory of the eternal God to be established. For all principalities and powers to see that it's coming through men again. God's original intent, coming through men on earth as it is in heaven. Amen.